This is Celebration Church, but it's more than just a building or a church. We have a calling to be a place where people can find a relationship with God instead of religion. A place where freedom is found and acceptance given, and every person can discover their purpose and experience the kind of fulfillment only God can give. Together we will raise, lead, and empower a generation to change the world. Here, Jesus is famous, and all the glory goes to God. This is celebration. This is our family. Welcome home. Well, good morning. I would love to extend a hearty welcome to our both of our campuses who are joining us this morning. Those in Stevens Point, good morning to you. And Fox Valley, this is a newsflash for many of us. Um, they did sign a lease on a space this past week and they are actually gathered together today. They're doing a watch party. So hello, Fox Valley. Yeah. They're gonna spend a couple weeks watching and then working, getting their space ready so that they can open up and launch a public service in the beginning of October. So we're just so excited and we're delighted to have you watching with us this morning as well. Would you all stand with me at this time as we recite the Apostles' Creed? This is our statement of faith and what we believe in at our core here at Celebration Church. We believe in God, the Father Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, we believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, who for us and for our salvation was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead, and on the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the fellowship of believers, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting, amen. You may be seated. We always pause at this point in our service to receive our offering. We continue to do that digitally. Um, so if you've been giving, we so appreciate, many of you have just signed up for recurring giving and, um, and it just happens on its own automatically. We're grateful for that, but we know that many of you like to pause and take that moment of intentionality as well. So we're just gonna pause right now and give you a chance um, to give towards the ministry of Celebration Church. This Sunday is Mission Sunday. Um, the second Sunday of the month, we acknowledge some of those efforts that are taking place um, in missions within our church. And yesterday, many of you were involved with our Serve Day. Serve Day is one of our local expressions of missions where we go out and just love on our community in many ways. Um, this year with COVID, we just, it looked a lot of different ways. We had people out at other organizations. We had people here at the church doing some things that were getting sent out to others. Like we made some, <clears throat> some go bags for all of our police enforcement in Green Bay and Brown County and just a, a host of other things. But we wanna give you just a quick second to get a little glimpse of some of the things that happen campus-wide, Stevens Point and Fox Valley as well, as part of Serve Day.
lot of love for our communities, isn't it? Yes. So again, we would love for you to also um, target some of your giving towards missions. We just ask that our church, we're just so grateful for what you invest, um, not just here in the walls of celebration, but outside of our walls as well. And know that when you give to missions and you can indicate that through the app when you give, or if you text, you can put, you can text to CCWI, but then use the word missions and a dollar amount. And we'll just make sure that everything gets targeted into our different missions endeavors here through the church as well. So we just thank you so much for your giving. Now, you probably noticed that Pastor Mark is not here because typically he would be standing in this place welcoming all of you. Um, he and Deanna are actually in Florida because they, praise the Lord, got to do a live event this weekend. So we're excited for them, yes? But we are equally excited for those couples who get to sit underneath Pastor Mark's ministry and teaching in his Laugh Your Way. So we're just delighted that they had the opportunity. You can continue to pray for them. They're, people, of course, tend to be cautious about bringing in um, speakers and having events, but we're just delighted that they're there. So we do have a guest with us this morning. He is a dear, dear friend to Celebrations Church. So would you please help me welcome Jimmy Bratcher. Good morning. Look at y'all. All y'all. You look so beautiful. Turn to your neighbor and say, man, you looking good this morning. Now, I know for some of you that was a statement of faith. But we are in a house of faith, right? Well, I wasn't going to sing this morning, but Phil insisted. So, And I wish I would have known in advance because I would have had this fabulous band back me up. But, all right, I'll handle it on my own with your help. And the crowd went mild. I got this song I wrote. Sherry and I, we just, I'll show you in a minute. We just completed writing a cookbook. 196 pages of super fabulousness. And, uh, and we have them here today. And I'll talk to you about that in a minute. But as part of that, I've spent the last year writing and recording songs about food. So, you know, we got to love it. It's in the Bible. Food is like in the Bible. You know, even manna, do you know what manna is in the Bible? You all won't get this because you're not from down south. The definition of manna in the Bible is, what is it? It's grits. See, I told you you wouldn't get it. But anyway, this song, I need some help in the chorus because it's got this call and response thing going on. So I need you all to do the response. Here it is. Food, food, food. Food, 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 food. That's what I need you to do, but I need you to do it with enthusiasm. Okay? Are you ready? When I hear her name, my whole world starts to shake. My knees get weak and my hands begin to shake. My heart starts pounding cause I know just what's at stake 
feeling y'all I'm not feeling the response coming up are right, you ready so and her name is I heard somebody over here was really getting into it are you ready and her name is I got to have her can't live without her oh you know I need her that's why I love her name her name is food well, she's so good, she's so, so good to me. Yes, she got good love and good, good love for me. And three times a day, she gives me all I need. When she gets near with that aroma, man, she knocked me right into a food coma. She's all I want, I wouldn't have it any other way. So I love her name. Her name is food, y'all ready? And her name is, oh, I got to have her. Can't live without her. Oh, you know I need her. That's why I love her name. Her name is food. Mm -hmm. 
should have sang this at the end of this service. Sent you all out for lunch. I smell bacon. Oh, I got to have it. Got to have it all the time. I could tell some of y'all were having a religious moment right there. A little spiritual thing happening with you. Well, Sherry and I are glad to be here today. Sherry, why don't you stand up? Everybody can see Sherry. And just to be somewhere. Come on now. But as I mentioned, we have, uh, we just finished the cookbook and let me hold it up and show you. It is just like, so incredible. It's got all kinds of recipes in it. It's got, for those of you eating healthy, there's keto paleo in there from our son, uh, Chef Jace, and some other things. There are family recipes. Mark Gunger even submitted a recipe to the cookbook. It's called Old Fashioned Family Pizza. Old Fashioned Pizza exactly the way you want it. Here's his recipe. Determine what type of crust you want determine what type of toppings you want. And then number three, call the local pizza place. They'll make it for you to be exactly the way you want it. It's in the book. But we have some other things that we brought with us. Let me just mention them. If you throw that picture back up there, that'd be great. Uh, we have all kinds of things. I'm Hungry, which is the name of the cookbook. The cookbook comes with three EPs of music. So we have the first one finished. The next one will be released October 3rd. The third one will be done uh, December 18th. We have super cool aprons. We have a seven-piece barbecue set and then some specialty gourmet rubs that are all like super healthy and all of that stuff up there. So all those things are out there in the foyer. And the reason why I mention that is because those things help us to be able to do what we do to be able to continue to go. And in this situation, it's been a little difficult. Everything that we had uh, starting March, from March forward, in fact, I was supposed to be here in March and got canceled. And, uh, but everything that we had canceled, but we have continued to do prison ministry. Uh, just this coming week, actually, we will be sending out, with a, in cooperation with another friend of ours ministry, we'll be sending out 110 DVDs to prisons all over America of mine and my daughter Jessica's story. If you haven't heard that, it's online on my YouTube page. And so we continue to do that. And then one other thing, and I'll get started into my message. Uh, those of you that know, know that Sherry had uh, breast cancer last year and um, underwent surgery and treatment for all of those things. Well, in June, she went back to the doctor and the doctor said, no more monkeys jumping on the bed. No, I'm kidding. Uh, the doctor said, you don't have to come back for a year. There's no problems. Everything is fantastic. So we're glad about that. So before I kind of dive into the word, I want to say hey to all the cool cats at Fox Valley and Stevens Point. 
We love y'all and look forward to seeing you sometime soon. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this opportunity for us to be gathered together here and online. Lord, we just ask that you would help us today to hear the word. And Lord, help us today and from this point forward to do the word. Lord, it's our desire that to, to represent you and to represent Jesus everywhere that we go and to experience your power in our life in Jesus' name. I need to say hello to one other group of people. Hello to everybody that's joining us from the streams that I've been doing. We just want to say hi to y'all. So let me ask you this question. What, if it, what would it be like if you and I walked daily, moment by moment, everywhere we went in the power of God. How would that, if you can just use your imagination and just think about that, how would that change the way that we viewed ourselves and those people around us? If we had this expectation in our hearts that everywhere that we went and every social interaction that we had, God was going to be there doing something in those people's lives. I mean, that, that's just an amazing quest for us to go on to think about that reality. But sometimes, you know, I believe that it does happen. I believe that so many times we simply don't recognize it because we're looking for the, the spectacular, for the supernatural, for those things that are just like, you know, God aha moments, you know, just things that are like, Wow, that's beyond anything that I could ask or think. And we should have that expectation in our heart to see those things. That's our heritage. That's part of the inheritance that was passed to us from Jesus. But we can't overlook those times that are just simple seed times. Because after all, Jesus said that the kingdom, this thing that he came to preach about and to share with us and to demonstrate for us, is as a seed. And so we have to be content to see that reality. But I believe that there are so many things right now that are happening in our lives that are available for us if we'll simply recognize the moment that we live in. My, my verse today, for my text for this sermon is Colossians 1.27, and it says this. For God wanted them to know that the riches and glory of Christ are for you Gentiles too. Now, when he says Gentiles too, he's talking to those of us that are not Jewish. That would be us heathens, regular old run-of-the-mill sinners, all right? For God wanted them to know that the riches and glory of Christ are for you Gentiles too. And this is the secret. Christ lives in you. This gives you the assurance of sharing in his glory. Now, I love this about the Lord because he, here he says, look, I'm not only going to tell you this spectacular news that Christ is going to be in you, but I'm going to unveil all of those mysteries so that you don't have to guess about it. And I love that about the Lord, that he, he was like, well, they're not getting what's happening in the old covenant, the purpose of all the laws and commandments, which really, if you go back and you look at the purpose of the laws and the, and the commandments, they are what our nation and what our world's crying out for right now. 
and that social justice. Because no one seems to be able to define what the end of that is, but yet the word of God in those principles does define that for us. But he says, you know, they're not getting this mystery, so I'm gonna send Jesus so that they can physically see what all of that Old Testament law and principles look like, living and breathing in flesh as a man and walking in love and demonstrating the reality of the heart of the Father. Now, I could stop right there, and that's enough theology to keep us busy for a lifetime exploring. But I'm going to continue. I think you probably figured that out, didn't you? You see, Christ in us changes everything about us. The presence that we carry in life. We carry the presence of Jesus everywhere. It's like Peter's shadow in Acts 5.15. Peter had this shadow and it was so powerful that they would bring people out And they would lay them on the street wherever he was walking by and position them so that the sun and his shadow would fall on them and they would be healed. Well, I would advocate this kind of believing in our hearts that really there's nothing different with us. Christ is in us and where he goes, we goes. Now I'm getting ahead of myself. I call this message, it's really not a message. Really what I'm sharing with you today is mine and Sherry's experience for the last 20 years. And we call this experience the ministry of showing up. When anybody says, Jimmy, I want you to define, tell me what it is that you do. And I'll say, well, you know, I could say, well, I'm a, I'm a blues guitar player and a songwriter and a singer. I'm a, I'm a preacher, I'm all of these things. But we've chosen to define it like this. We have the ministry of showing up. And I just wanna share four points with you about that. Here they are. Number one, be yourself. Number two, in Christ. Number three, where, he, where, we, where you go, he goes. And number four, where he goes, stuff happens. Number one, now be yourself. You know, God created you the way that he created you because he liked you. And and we need to understand and hear that message and begin to relate to people that seem to be different than we are with that same type of vision and compassion. That God created us each unique and individual because he liked it that way. That solves so many so many problems. In fact, he said that you were his very good creation. And I love that. I mean, I love just breathing that in. You know, it's like Becky said when she came up here, you don't have to doubt God's faithfulness because it's, it's new, it's there, it's fresh every day. It's always, always faithful. You don't have to doubt his mercy because his mercies are new every morning. And we shouldn't doubt his ability to create. Excuse me. I don't have the COVID. I have allergies. <laughs> he liked us the way he created us. And Psalm 8 5 says that he clothed us with glory and honor. That can be translated as dignity and worth. You see, you being you 
is the most powerful thing that you could ever be. It is. And I love that about the Lord. You know, my friend Jim Richards, he, he uh, wrote this in one of his books, his book, Leadership That Builds People. He's talking about Jesus and he said, he did not read the word to try to become the son of God. He read the word to determine what it meant about him. So did John the Baptist and so did so many other people. They go, we go to God for our definition. That's what the reality of, of the temptation in the garden and the temptation of Jesus in the New Testament is all about. Will we allow God to define us? And he's done that. It simply comes down to a matter of us trusting his definition of us. Number two, we're to be ourselves. the ministry of showing up. Be ourself in Christ. That reality is so powerful in our life. Colossians 3, 3 and 4 says, your old life is dead. Your new life, which is your real life, even though invisible to spectators, is with Christ in God. Your life is hid with Christ in God. But the reality of knowing that God's not out here someplace, he's not far off, he's not going to come and rain on us or fall on us or pour on us. He's not going to do any of those things. He said, I'm going to come and I'm not, I'm going to be with you, but I'm going to be in you. You see, this is a family thing. We've not been called to be soldiers or servants. We've been called to be sons. We've been adopted into a family. And the cool part about this family is we're not just adopted into it. We get to be born again into it. And when we're born again, we get the family genetic. And that genetic is so powerful. You know, those of you that have heard the story about us meeting my daughter Jessica nine years ago. One of the amazing things about that for our family was she's just like me. In fact, she, if she was here, she'd say, you know, I struggled all my life trying to figure out where I got this goofy personality. And now I know it's your fault. But this genetic that we get from God by being in Christ affects everything about who we are and about what we do. We're not tied to the mistakes of our parents. All of the curses are broken. The, you know, anything that somebody would try to say, oh, you got a generational curse in your life. Jesus hung on a tree and he became a curse for us. And it severed all of those things from us. We're not bound to the sins of our parents and our grandparents. We're connected to the reality of the power of the genetic that comes straight from our father and from our brother. And we get to be those people that walk and experience the reality of all of God's favor, blessing, and power in our life right here, right now. That's some good preaching right there. <laughs> Number three, where we go, he goes. Man, this is so cool. Where he's in us, we're in him. We're just hanging out. We're just showing up. We're just walking around doing what we do. And Jesus is there. 
Every place that we go, that's why some of y'all need to straighten up and fly right. Come on now. You know what I'm talking about. You need to, to allow, not allow your behavior and your emotions to dominate you. But rather, the Bible tells us that the peace of God can rule our hearts and minds, that we can have this aura of calm that comes from us. And you know what that's like. You get around somebody that's got a bad attitude. Nobody has to tell you they're upset. Why is that? Because you can smell it a mile away. You know what I'm saying? They got that feng shui on it. It's like, leave me the heck alone. Especially you couples. You know when your wife gets like that, don't you fellas? And nobody said nothing in that one. So just so you'll know. So I want to ask the question where we go, he goes, and where, you know, so we show up there. Where do you show up? And that's one of the things that Sherry and I had to work on when we started experiencing this reality in our life. It's like we had to be intentional about showing up where Jesus needed to be in our world with people intentionally on purpose. You see, the Bible tells us that as believers, we are to shine as the sun in its strength. We are the salt that brings flavor to life. We, that's who you are. That's not some vague person. That's not, well, maybe if I get good enough. No, that's what Jesus qualified for you to be. And if there was ever a time in history when it is so obvious that we are called to shine, it's right now. Amen. It is, it's right now. <laughs> we get to be those people that are extreme counterculture. Now, I'm not talking about some kind of political radical. I'm not talking about some kind of goofy Christian weirdo. I'm talking about you being in Jesus and walking like Jesus walked, which was in love with all of humanity. Jesus came to lay down his life once for all. He didn't exclude anybody from this love plan that God has for mankind. And we get to be that. But you know what? Going through this time that we've been through with the the quarantine, the lockdown, I call it house arrest. Uh, <clears throat> it has made a, just an extreme opportunity for all of the whiners to show up. And I would want to encourage you today that if you want to shine, don't be one of the whining few. Don't be one of those that only has complaints in their mouth but be one of those that can find something good and begin to magnify that good. Now, that doesn't mean that we, that we overlook those things that are injustices. I'm not talking about a political agenda here. I'm talking about the reality of the kingdom of God that we prayed earlier. Thy will be done. Thy, or thy kingdom come, I'll get it right here in a minute. It's not up on the board, I can't read it, you know. I had a senior moment right there. 
thy will be done, thy kingdom come in earth. All right, let's break that down. This is earth. This is the earth that he was talking about. This is what he desired. I want to be so entrenched and ingrained in the genetic of everyone who by faith will say, yes, I believe what Jesus did while he was here. Yes, I believe all that he accomplished through his life, through his death, through his resurrection in earth. And we get to do those things. Finally, number four, where he goes, stuff happens. What kind of stuff? All kinds of stuff happens. You know, I believe right now, and I know that I've said this to you before, but I believe it's equally important. We live in, a, in an extreme moment where people are extremely afraid. And one of the things that God does every time he shows up on earth, every time an angel comes to present a word to man, they always start with this, don't be afraid. Don't be, don't be afraid. And if we can only merely step into life and into situations, into people's fear, and say, don't be afraid. God has not given us that spirit of terror, that spirit of fear, but of love, peace, and a sound mind. And just stepping into somebody's world and saying, don't be afraid, is so unbelievably powerful. Someone is looking at you, and they, they're crying out for us as believers to say, can you, you know, they're looking, the world's looking at us and saying, is there anything good left? Is there anybody that has any good news? Is there anyone that can say to me, I see something of value and dignity and worth inside of you. And I want to speak to that. We live in a world that's crying out for you and I to step into their world, to show up and to be those kinds of people. Now, I would, I would encourage you very strongly to exercise, I'm stepping out of preacher into citizen. I would encourage you very strongly to exercise your rights and to vote. Can I have an amen on that? Because when it comes down to it, that's really about all the power you got. And I have. But let me tell you this, greater than that, Jesus has a purpose for you. His purpose is that you be yourself in Christ. Where you go, he goes. And where he goes, stuff happens. And I want you to expect that today. That the joy of the Lord would come out of you and into people. And it would cause them to be so blown away that it would be overwhelming and they would say, I'm, I'm, the sun is shining in my life right now. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much that you called us out of darkness into your marvelous light, that you called us to shine like the sun at its strength at noon. 
Lord, let us be those people that have a different message, a different aura, a different sense around us. Let the goodness of God that leads us to change our mind, to repent about you, be seen, Lord, from us. May that goodness show everyone around us that your love is real, and Lord, you welcome us all into your presence. In Jesus' name, God bless you all. Amen.